It's Tim Castleman, and welcome to a special edition of the Two Drink Tim podcast. It's 420, bitches! You know what that means! That, that means it's April 20th, 2015, and this is your Two Drink Tim podcast. Look, I gotta be honest, stoners, you gotta help me out here. I don't get it, right? Like, what the fuck is so special about 420? I mean, like, listen, I get it. Valentine's Day, right? That's a holiday for the ladies, right? Then staking a blowjob day uh, in March, right? Like, that's a holiday for men that women are like, I'm not celebrating that, which is another hilarious thing, right? Like, how come you can opt out of staking a blowjob day, but I can't opt out of Valentine's Day, right? Because if I opt out of Valentine's Day, it's like hump my hand day for like six months, right? So, well, he didn't get me roses and flowers. He must not love me like the rest of the people in the world that spend all this time and money right trying to get laid they're like hey you want to touch my penis and make me a steak and she's like shut up i'm a feminist i don't do that thing right i actually talked to a lady on the plane a couple weeks ago she was a third layer feminist and i was like i don't even know what that like are you guys a cake now what is it but i digress so you got valentine's day then you got steak and a blowjob day right and now you got stoner day 420 right like i I just don't get it that everyone's like hey man it's 420 hey it's 420 hey you know it's really cool let's let's smoke weed on this day it's like why limit yourself to one day Right? Why do that? Why, why do that? So, welcome friends and family and all uh, 420 participants and celebratory people. Uh, someone teach me or tell me why uh, 420 is so big in the stoner community. Like, what I love is I've been watching the news um, because why not? You know, I wanted to kill some brain cells. And I was like, oh, let me just, you know, see what the stupid people are doing today. Uh, so I, I watched the news and it's like all these people that are, are smoking weed and then getting upset that they're smoking weed and getting arrested for it. It's like, it's still not legal idiots like I get it down with the man but right now the man is gonna tase you put you in handcuffs right and feed you to the to the prisoners right like like knock it off knock it off like I don't understand why they just don't legalize it man they're trying to keep me down like no they're not no they're not okay police are revenue generating uh, devices that's that's they're here to protect serve and make money Okay, so the reason why they want to incarcerate you and and prosecute you is because that makes money. And that's how businesses survive is by making money in your local government, your state government, especially your federal government. Right. Is all about making the M.O.N.E.Y. And imagine if they stopped persecuting people for petty crimes that were victimless and didn't really hurt people. What would happen then? I mean, sure, they'd save billions of dollars in taxpayers money, you know, and hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands of hours in the, you know, in the court and uh, and, you know judicial system and you know locked up uh and all that but i mean who wants to do that right instead let's just totally fucking ruin a guy who wants to smoke a J after working his nine hour shift at red lobster with his annoying fucking co-workers and his horrible boss let's just let's do that right so happy 420 day i hope you're enjoying it i will be partaking i plan on partaking uh before uh this but apparently uh one thing you can always count on us is that we're not so good at like keeping things charged or moving uh so i gotta wait for the battery to charge for me to uh, to join you so let's talk about today because today was exciting not just because it's 420 day but because i had a blast from the past hit me today right dun 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 right it was like killer whale spotted in seattle and i was like is max wife did she relocate and it was like no 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 not not her good um i actually had an old co-worker contact me today uh one who admits listening to the podcast uh which is a double whammy so hopefully um 
he's listening to this now, um, which makes it pretty awkward about what I have to say, but you know what? I'm going to say it anyway. Um, so here's the deal. I think most of you guys know this, but if you don't, I'll give you the recap. So I used to work for the man. The last job I had working for the man was a uh, corporate uh, job. I worked at a progressive insurance company, and it was a job I initially enjoyed but quickly grew to hate just because it was me. It wasn't them, right? They have a great system and a great structure, um, but it just didn't fit in for me. I, I don't like chasing people uh, to give them money. I don't like dealing with people that I can't speak their native language, you know, and I don't, I just didn't, I just didn't enjoy the job. I just didn't. I was a terrible employee. I totally deserved, um, to be told to leave. Like, uh, I, I hold no ill will towards that. What I will say was shocking to me was this. I've been gone now five years, almost five years. Sure. Five years. Um, no one reached out to me, not a single soul reached out to me. Not an old boss, an old coworker. I mean, these are people, granted, I was not a great employee, but I thought I was a decent enough guy that people would contact me and we'd still have friendships and stuff like that. Not a single fucking one of them. Until today, where well, I get this, uh, I get this message in my inbox from my old coworker, and he's like, "Hey, man, looks like things are going really good for you. I would like to do. I've been listening to your podcast, and I want to do something similar. Is it okay if I take you to lunch and pick your brain?" So yeah, so let me get this straight. I leave the company. You don't want to talk to me at all. You don't reach out. We don't talk. We don't do anything for five years. Then you want me, now that I've made something of myself, you want me to stop what I'm doing, right, to help you out. And you want to do that for the cost of some chicken tenders. Like, mm, that's not really going to work for me, right? And I understand because I have made that same mistake. It's like, hey, can I buy you coffee? Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay? If you want to get involved, you got to put some fucking skin in the game. You see, I just talked to a lady uh, yesterday who is in Australia that paid me double what, what I told this guy it would cost for him to talk to me, right? Why? Because she wanted some motivation. She wanted some accountability. And in less than an hour, we came up with a game plan. Right? We came up with a game plan. We knew exactly what she was going to do. We set a time to follow up. I've got it on the calendar, and we'll be keeping her accountable. You know why she's going to be accountable? Because she paid. She put some skin in the game to get some freaking results. I will tell you one of the biggest mistakes I made, um, and this is something I've struggled with up until this year, was paying for help. I think a lot of people think it's an ego thing. I certainly did, right? It's like, well, I'm Tim motherfucking Castleman. I don't need no help. And it's like, actually, you're Tim Castleman. You need a lot of help because your personality is one that you got to be really good at all this other shit because you're terrible at a few things that, you know, like making friends or establishing connections or putting up with bullshit, you know. Um, so I just decided, like, yeah, you know, okay, I'm going to finally plunk down some money and get some mentoring. And you know what? I, can I be even more honest with you? It's not going that awesome. It's not terrible. It's just would I do it again? I don't know. Am I getting a little bit out of it? Absolutely. But you know what I definitely am doing? I'm making every single call, right? I'm investing in the time, the tools, and the resources because a lot of times what you spend your money on gets your attention. You got cable, don't you? Bam. Pay attention to that. I got Spotify. There ain't a week that goes by that I don't listen uh, to some audios. By the way, a little tip uh, from my great friend Sue uh, is that uh, if you like comedies, go type comedians in there. They've got a whole section on comedy. Here's a little tip from my buddy Ryan Stewart. Uh, he was talking about personal development and how the old G's like, you know, Jim Rohn, 
and Brian Tracy, Earl Nightingale, etc. So I decided to check on Spotify, and wouldn't you know, a lot of those guys' old work is on there. So for $9 a month, you get unlimited comedy, unlimited music, and uh, you get unlimited motivation. People are like, well, it's $9 a month, blah, blah, blah. Right? Like, the people that don't want to pay for shit, I have no time for you. Like, cheap people, they just bug the fuck out of me, right? Now, it's, it, I understand people are broken, you know, 500 bucks, maybe a lot to this guy. But you know what? My time is more valuable than chicken wings. Because here's what happens under that model. I go there, we have a meal, we talk, you get all excited, you go away, you don't do shit with it, because what, what? It only costs you 12 bucks. Oh, man, that sounds like a lot of work. I'm not going to do it. I don't have any follow up any accountability I don't have any reason to follow through with my word and then whammo bammo before you know it right he's back going hey can we do lunch again hey uh, listen I know we talked six months ago and I haven't done shit with what you told me six months ago but I really want to talk to you and use up your time again so you can tell me the same shit I did last you told me to do last time so I'll go off and not do that Okay, here's another reason why I don't do the free lunch thing especially in this situation Right, The motivational guru guy goes, you know, if you're not a part of my struggle, you don't plan to be a part of my success. Right, that You've seen those motivational posters and you know, shit like that. Here's the Tim Castleman quote. Fuck you. Really, fuck you. I left that job. I've been gone five years. You never once sent a card, an email, a smoke signal, a hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? Wanted to make sure you're okay. Wanted to make sure you're still alive and well. Not once. And then then suddenly, when in your eyes I've become something, now you want a piece of me. Now you want to talk to me. You don't want to pay me for my time. Oh, no, why would I do that? I mean, I only went to school. Why would, you know, I, I'll pay for a college degree. I'll pay for a mechanic. I'll pay for a doctor, a chiropractor. Why would I pay for a guy? who's super successful to give me super fast shortcuts to help me along my way. Why, why is that a good investment? It's like, look, you know, I dated several women before I got remarried. Several of them, right? And none of them really saw the value in me. And again, I'm not saying I'm perfect when you're rocking head-to-toe sweatpants, you know, and you have no fashion sense. And, you know, maybe because you didn't date a ton before you got married the first time, you're not really great in a lot of areas and, and you're struggling. Like, I get it. I understand that. But, you know, it's funny to me now how many people seem to be suddenly interested in how awesome and amazing Tim Castleman is that couldn't give a fuck about me five years ago. And that's because they all want to be a part of the experience now, right? They want the VIP club service, right? They want the vacations. They want this and that. But they weren't there when it was Tim Castleman and the Chevy Cavalier sitting on 4606 Detroit Street going, is my house going to get broken into for a fourth time while I'm at work today? Right? Or listen to me drone on about Gary Halbert for hours and hours and hours while they're over there with like a fake butter knife trying to slit their wrist. Look, if you're not going to help people at the bottom, don't expect to be there at the top. You don't get to do that. That's not how the game works. That's not how the game works. And that's not how you should play it. Oh, your boy Timmy C is, is fired up. You know what? Hold on one second. Hello, everybody. Tim Castleman here, just doing a nice, chilled, relaxed 420 podcast. Welcome back. I've gotten in touch with my inner sativa in Indica, 
and uh, I'm much more calm and mellow now. Now, listen, I know, you know, that was a rant, and, you know, if my old coworker listens to it and still listen, dude, I, I mean no disrespect to you, okay? I left that place angry and bitter, and it's probably best that I just, you know, much like that one night in college with the chick that we don't talk about, you know, we just forget about it. Just like, yeah, you know, no, I didn't. I didn't do that. Like, what are you talking about? I'd never date a woman that was 600 pounds. Like, she just came over to, like, borrow a chemistry book, and we stayed up all night studying chemistry, and that's, you know what I mean? So, um, so yes. So, man, whew, that felt good. That felt good to get that off the chest. It's just like, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that just really pissed me off. Like, I mean, you know, I don't get me wrong. I hated my job, and I didn't stand, I couldn't stand a lot of my coworkers, but there were a few that, that I thought were really close friends and pals of mine, and when I left, they never contacted me once, and it was just like, well, okay, like, apparently we weren't as close as I thought that we were, and that's pretty annoying, right, and that's pretty frustrating, um, but unfortunately, it's how life works. Um, uh, there's a great article on Cracked. Um, it's like six harsh truths that's going to make you a better person. And that's one of the things is like people only want to be with you because they can get something out of you. And that happens at all levels, okay? You know, like your spouse is with you because they, they get something from you. Safety, security, sex, money, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Um, so there's so much I want to talk about. My ADD brain uh, is just kicking in high gear uh, today. It's just like, what, what, what are the main things we want to talk about? So let's, let's just talk. Let's just talk about how things are going. So it's almost the end of April, and things are going decently okay this year. Uh, we are had our best quarter ever, according to the financial numbers. Uh, our sales were way up. It's interesting how much our sales and our profit differed this time to last time. Um, so it's it's very interesting. Um, you know, just to give you a, an example, like our sales are up 20%, but maybe our profit's up maybe only 5 or 6%. So we're selling more, but profit-wise, we're making about the same, which is fine. No big deal. Uh, on the back end, right, I'm, I'm still working, and we're doing the transition with uh, with Paula so she can go on and, and do her t-shirt kajillionaire business and that's going really well for her and I'm really excited about that but you know if I'm honest like I'm in a place where I'm struggling a little bit not really struggling but just kind of am uh, and I've been in these spots before and as a creative person this happens you have lulls of high creativity and low creativity um, but I'll, here's the deal I mean I'll just just open up my uh, my business to you and you can hear about it. So here's the deal. Like, we're getting okay results on Kindle. Okay, we're making four figures per month on Kindle. But to me, internally, I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. We've only got these few books, right? We've only got these few books, and we're only making this bit of money. Even though it's more money than most people make on Kindle, we're only doing that. And I just feel like, man, we need to have better results to kind of keep investing our time, money, and resources in the Kindle marketplace. That's kind of what I feel like, right? Um, here's the thing, though. Our results are better than 91% of the average. When I survey my customers, right, 91% of them are making less than four figures per month online self-publishing. So the, the mere fact that I'm making four figures online self-publishing tells me and lets me know that... I'm doing better than 91% of the people out there when it comes strictly to income. But internally, there's a thing that goes, man, this isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. And this is a struggle we fight all the time. I fight it all the time internally, right? I just do, where there's a constant of look at what I've done, 
followed by it's not good enough, we have to do more. So how does this work, right? And how do I deal with this? Well, a lot of times I just beat the shit out of myself and I just go, oh, you're a failure and a fraud and this and that and it's not true and it's not right and, you know, you shouldn't be teaching people that. But then I have to stop again and go, all right, let's talk about this. You know, let's let's objectively look at the numbers. But you know what it really comes down to? I find that in large and lagging periods of activity, this is where my mind tends to focus. And because of the type of person I am and because I'm the creative type and a connective type, I always have to be doing something or feel like I'm always working towards something for me to be okay with it. And when I have time and I sit there and I just think about things, that's when the negativity and, and the, the gap, as Dan Solomon calls it, right? That's when all that bad shit starts to pop in and when all those feelings do. Now, listen, my results are not the best, okay? And, and I will candidly say they're probably not even the best out of all the people out there teaching it. But still, still, knowing what I know about my self-publishing audience, I will still tell you that my results are better than 91% of the people out there. Yet I still have this inferiority complex or like a, I have to do more, I have to do more. So what's the solution? Well, I'm working on that now, but bottom line is I have to do more. I have to be out there testing things because getting out there and doing the work maybe doesn't produce an immediate benefit. Um, sorry if you hear me playing with the little rapper. That's how good my ADD is today. Um, it doesn't. It maybe doesn't produce the benefit that you want or the result that you want, but it opens more doors. So I can go out. I could test some Facebook traffic. That's going to lead to something. I may suck at Facebook, but at least I'll have something to share, and I will get that activity muscle going and growing and active again. And I find when people are indecisive, they tend to kind of inner spiral and think and want to want to think their way out of the project and the problem my thing is work your way out of the problem and if you don't know what to do like if you're like well Tim how do I work my way out of the problem I don't even know where to start just just sit down write on the old yellow legal pad and just be like what are three things I can do right now here's a little tip that I do here's something I do right Let's just say, let's just say it's, we'll take it out of the make money online and self-publishing space. Let's just say it's diet and fitness related. It's like, okay, fuck, I'm fat. I need to get skinny. I don't want to get skinny. I know, and I'll even say this to myself, I know you don't want to get skinny, but if over the next 90 days you had to work on becoming healthier, what would I do? And just list those things off. Well, maybe I'd walk my fat ass once in a while. Maybe I'd stop eating after 2 o'clock in the morning. Maybe X, maybe Y, maybe Z. Whatever it is, I put it on the list. And that starts that activity motion. And then I go down that list and I go, well, what's the one thing that I think I could start with? Well, I could walk every 30 minutes for every day. Okay, well, how would I do that? And then that formulates the plan. But then you have to put it into action. Because you know what? Once you start walking, then you're going to go, man, I need to drink some more water because I'm constantly dehydrated throughout the day, right? Because I'm, I'm making better healthy choices, you know? Or maybe I need to eat a vegetable every once in a while. Or maybe, you know, I need to lay off the adult pops, you know, and the adult smokes for a little bit and, and kind of let my body heal and self-regulate and get back to, to managing it without all these foreign substances. So that's what I find to do. But then you've got to get your ass to work, okay? And I'm telling you this so I can tell myself this. Get your ass to fucking work. Like nothing infuriates me more than people that just don't want to put in the work. Like this is a hard, this is something I struggle with this marketplace. Nobody wants 
to do what I do. Sure, they all want the result, right? They want the money. They want the they want the quote unquote fame. They want the whatever the email list that you can send an email. You know, I sent an email this weekend that made two grand. They want that, but you know what they don't want to do? They don't want to create the product. They don't want to talk to JVs. They don't want to do X to Y to Z to get to the point where you can send an email that makes two thousand dollars. They want the event. They don't want to do the process, right? They want uh, the the million dollar platinum album, but they don't want to sit and and you know strum on the guitar and write lyrics and tour and release three fucking albums and you know nobody wants to do that. You know my friend, I legitimately consider him a friend, John Popper and his band Blues Traveler. They just released a new album, right? They're doing that to stay relevant, stay current, to get their stuff out there. They probably would like to be fucking off on an island somewhere, but they're like, hey, you know what? I like this money thing. Let's keep this going. The point is, they're out there doing the work still. And if you do the work, the results will come. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. Hell, it may not even be a year from now. But if you keep doing the work, you build the good habits, the results are going to come. You just have to get out of your way and do the fucking work. It's not sexy. It's not right. Was it sexy when I was like, hey, you guys going, uh, you going to the Cotton Bowl, huh? Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to stay home, right? I'm going to stay home. No, I don't have the money to travel right now, man. Yeah, I'm trying to pay off some debts. Oh, you just got a new F-250 with 20s and this and that. Yeah, I've got this 1994 Chevy Cavalier that, you know, wouldn't get me laid if I had it repainted with $1,000 bills, right? Like, everybody laughed at me then, right? And they didn't laugh at me, but they probably were like, I don't, you know, I, I mean, i got a good friend. He's like, well, you're always going to have a car payment. You have to have a car payment, you know. You, you know, I just can't drive a car. It's like, well, are you physically incapacitated? To? No, I just can't. I've driven a truck for years. And it's like, okay, well, if you're not willing to do the work, you're not going to get the result in any area of your life, right? If you're not willing to do the work, that's the bottom line. I don't care what software you buy or program or, or what. I don't give a shit about any of that. Right? The bottom line is, if you don't do the fucking work, you're not going to get the result. Your software, there is no software out there that are going to be pushing uh, buttons, you know, for you and just depositing millions of dollars. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It's not out there. If it was out there, you would never hear about it because that person would keep it to themselves. I'm just going to be honest with you. So what has to happen? Well, what has to happen is you got to get your ass in gear. Okay, and you got to do the work. With him, I don't know where to start. Well, what fucking interests you? What are, what what are you like, man? You know, I really am into this. I'm really into that. Then go find someone that's already doing that. Pay them fucking money. Buy a product. Buy their time. Okay, offer money. If they decline the money, then they decline the money. But guess what? If you right will sit there and offer the money and they take it then you'll get direct results from them and here's the thing then go off and do the damn thing then come back and go hey i took your advice i took your suggestion this is what i did with it and guess what as a product creator or someone out there we always want to have a success story because deep down we all think well maybe it is a fluke maybe maybe i am special right maybe i am the only one that can get this result even though by the way all that's complete and total bullshit some people do believe that so then it goes to, well, if I can do it, can someone else do it? Can Tammy, can Sue, can Johnny do it? You know, And if they can, that's awesome. And if they can't, that's also, uh, you know, I mean, it's part of life, right? But we're looking for people that can duplicate those results so that we know that there's viability in the system or the prescription that we prescribe, so to speak. 
So go out there, find something that interests you, get in front of that person, do what they tell you, report back in the results, and keep building and growing up. Listen to me, okay? Listen, you don't have to be huge overnight, you know? I'm looking at this email, $500,000 sold in the last three months. That's awesome. You know what? How many people want that? Everybody. How many people believe in themselves? Like, let me just ask you right now. If I said, hey, look, you can make $500,000 in the next three months. How many of you realistically put your hand up? I don't care if you're driving, fuck the steering wheel. Go, that's me. How many of you realistically go, yeah, that's not me. I just couldn't do it. I just don't think it's going to work. Yeah, I'm more like that, right? So it's just one of those things that you have to go out there and you have to do the work. Whenever you have periods of inaction and doubt, make a list. Write down, what are the three things I can do right now? And then just do the work. Because all that worry and doubt and disappears when you put your ass in the chair and you, you show up and you do the work. You may not get the results you want, but you've got to fucking do the work. Can I say do the work one more time? Can I just break the land speed record and do that? So, I feel like this has been a very awkward uh, and random podcast another one but you know what it's a special 220 podcast and people are going to blame it on me being high even though i haven't even had a chance to enjoy 420 with the rest of you which i will remedy uh, i will say this i did have a chance to uh, to appear right before i recorded this uh, on my buddy bill guthrie's peak marketer podcast i highly recommend you go check that interview out and all his interviews uh he's, he asked some really great and insightful questions and i really feel like um he did a great job of getting a lot of information relating to kind of what we talked about today there. So go, go check out it. I think it's peakmarketing.com um, is, uh, is his website. You can go check it out. I'm sure it's on iTunes, stuff like that. Also want to thank you guys for listening uh, for my rarely and frequently uh, Two Drink Tim podcast. I will be back uh, shortly with, uh, with more to share. Uh, I got a lot. I got a lot to talk about. I want to talk about getting serious in life and business. I want to talk about uh, kind of give you guys an update on, uh, on how all the therapy stuff is going because I haven't been in the last couple weeks and um, it's just interesting. Uh, and then I want to talk a lot about like self-respect and loving yourself more, um, which you know, if that's not your thing, I'm not your guy, right? Because all I'm here to do is share my journey with you, uh, warts and all. And I want to celebrate my successes, like the fact that we're on on pace, uh, despite all my uh, fucked upness and flaws and 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 detractions. We're on pace to have our best year ever. Um, and, you know, then I also want to talk to you about, you know, moments of doubt and insecurity uh, that I have and kind of how I overcome that. So uh, until next time, uh, this was a total buzzkill. Sorry about that. Jesus. Go smoke a joint. Have a drink. Get laid tonight. It's 420. Look, if you didn't get steak and a blowjob day, you need to combine 420 and steak and a blowjob day together and just have yourself a merry little Christmas. All right? You guys be well. I'll talk to you real soon.